what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot the Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Hello, welcome to Broken But Glorious on bbgwrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by your mum's favourite podcaster, Nick Davey. Good evening. <laughs> mum's favourite podcast, yeah. Um, well... I'm delighted after that introduction. Uh, obviously, paying paying homage to our uh, our our, um, our colleague Lance Rivera, who can't be here tonight. So yeah. yeah, he must be preparing for his big match this weekend. Watching the videos, getting his shoe, piling on the pounds, <laughs> practicing low blows. Yes, how oh. ways to cheat the rules? Did you see the statement put out by Wrestle Island? They're looking into that win, so it might be taken off him. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> the win is under. Investigation, probably. yes, deservedly so. Well done, Wrestle Island. Yes, <laughs> well done, Pete. <laughs> so I've got one question for you before we get into proper wrestling stuff. So when does Love Island actually get good? I've been made <laughs> to watch it for like a month, and I still think it's crap. Uh, I will admit it's not been the best series this year, um, but yeah, Casser and more. You've, I think, if you haven't got into it now, you never will. The it oh. peaks when it when it hits Casser and more. But I must admit, even this year, that was quite bland. Um, but bar the odd episode the other night with mm. Liam and Millie. But yeah, it's. Uh, I have to say, it's not um, been the best of series this year. But uh, yeah, I would say yeah. To answer your question, Casser and more usually is the peak time. So if you haven't enjoyed mm. it from then, then yeah, I, I don't think you ever will. Let's say I've watched it. I tend to edit the show or edit an interview or research interviews while it's on in the background while Rachel's watching it. So. Or do absolutely anything, part even count how many blades of grass you've got in the garden or... yeah, or Take the, the dog paint. out for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just watch it again. How's this popular show? I don't get it. It's just crap. It's like, but you get, you, get, you get a load of obviously insecure women in their relationships and then just add a load of players in there and then wonder why they don't get on or <laughs> that they they jump from relationship to relationship they've only been in there for like three weeks or so like why are you crying that this guy's kissed somebody else he's known him for like three weeks or a week some of them like god is oh, that I, needed my girlfriend you wouldn't last <laughs> i um i'm trying to i got into it in 2018 and um i think it's because the um then the world cup was on at the same time but the world cup games were like i think the last ones were on at seven so they'll be yeah. done by about quarter to ten to nine so it would be perfect time for love island to start so i gave it and uh yeah, sadly, I got into it and yeah, haven't looked back since. Um, yeah, <laughs> caught the the Love Island bug, so to speak. Well, she only started watching it because they were talking about it at work, and she didn't have a clue. So I think it's more just fit in and work. She didn't say anything. Quite similar stuff. to me as well. Yeah, no, everyone was everywhere I went. Everyone was talking about it, be it mates mm, or yeah. work colleagues, football at the um, maybe not the football club, but yeah. Uh, so I just thought if you you can't beat them, join them. Wrestling! So, Yay! Uh, <laughs> uh, I went to TNT Ignition the weekend. Amazing show. I think just having this 18 months off is like 
gave everyone the, like, the, the boost they needed. I've been to two wrestling shows so far, and they've both been amazing. Yeah, the Wrestle Island last week was great. It's so good to see, see everyone and uh, yeah, meet everyone afterwards, have photos. And yeah, um, what happened at TNT? We had the opening match was Man Like DeVise, who's been on NXT UK a few times. He's a lot of fun. Open contest against a great guy out of, coming out of um, Glasgow, uh, Ladies and Buzzard. Ladies and Buzzard one with a sharpshooter. It was great, great opening contest. Um, Chase Alexander versus Nico Angelo. That was that was Dexter. That was, that was, it's a, it's a great. Um, they seem to be using Nico as like they're like the a jobber to the stars at the moment, something so to put over like the next generation because um, Chase Alexander's in a feud of Visage at the moment. So it's kind of more to put Chase over for this feud. He's in, but it wasn't really fun match. Gene Money. First time I've ever seen him live. Hilarious. Uh, Rachel's just like, I don't get it. And then she got it. <laughs> She's like, he's coming out and he had a good old collar on and he's talking about his big boy pants. I was like, he's hilarious. Rachel's watching. Yeah, she loved him by the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was against um, Scott Oberman, who's just won the bar, uh, like the briefcase. So he's like the, yeah, it's just, I think it's very similar rules. He can just cash in whenever he wants. So, uh, yeah, disrespecting the briefcase, stamping on it and stuff. He went off Camazolos at the last show. Ignition Championship match, Sonna Derson versus Tom Farewell. Very fun match. Unfortunately, Tom didn't win. Sonna kept the belt. And then they had the annual Rumble. Yeah. And it's 20 man Rumble. And it came out every minute, so it was like the quickest Rumble ever. I think he lasted like 25 minutes or something. <laughs> but it was a lot. <laughs> um, won by. Um, Cameron Salas, so he's going to be the number contender. Scott Oberman's the money in the bank. So my fancy booking would be because um, Cameron Salas famously has never won a championship. He, he never hits a corkscrew at the top of the rope. He misses it in every match. That's his thing. So in a fa- my fancy booking, Cameron Salas would hit the corkscrew on Son of Derson, and then Scott Oberman would cash in at that point, crack Cameron over the head with a the briefcase, and then beat Cameron to win the championship. I think that'll be the best way to, <laughs> to do it. I think that'll be my fans booking for it. But yeah, it was a great show. Gee, money. <laughs> uh, uh, Tonga came in and started just low blowing everyone. Then she went to kick um, <laughs> G Money. And he goes, You will not kick my penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've still never seen Gene Money live and I'm really gutted about oh, this. That's I, the I first time to... I've seen him. <laughs> I think I missed his few shows when he was at uh, Riptide and I've never seen, I've still never seen him mm. wrestle. So I need to, um, yeah, he, he, he's a wrestler I need to see yes. uh, live. Um, it, but it's just great to see, as you say, sound like obviously it was, well, I said Lance last week on the show to Lance about just seeing sort of the videos that I've seen around on various UK mm. shows, just the smiles as well on people's faces and in the audience and well, I guess to the staff and the wrestlers alike. Uh, just great to have it all back. I know it's obviously there's, there, there's loads of people out there who've missed different aspects, different, be it football, cricket, golf, et cetera, or anything, yeah. even just going for, going around a friend's barbecue etc just to, um but for wrestling there's obviously again we've said it countless times it's to some people it's it's their main hobby it's a, it's a safe space etc so to have it back is just absolutely outstanding and and um and brilliant as i say just to see everyone enjoying themselves and and fans attending these shows as well in their numbers so keep it up and as i say keep keep supporting your your local uh, wrestling wrestling companies and if you see a show in your area do 
do pop on, do pop along and, and support them. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I know the, the shape some of these some of the wrestlers got in over eighteen months. <laughs> so <laughs> I've interviewed them. They've told me the shape they're getting into, but actually seeing them. Some of them have got huge. <laughs> so, so just, I'm just, I'm just getting a bit depressed right now because I'm just looking at my uh, beer gut at the moment. Of uh, yeah, well, in, comparing it to the first lockdown, when yeah, I was doing quite a lot of running, sort of your five k's, etc. To mm. the third lockdown, where I was like, oh, to hell with this! I'm just going to have a few beers over the weekends instead of yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, f- first lockdown, I put on two stone. I'd lost it by the end of the second lockdown. <laughs> I think. I'd- I'm, I'm, but I'm, yeah, I'm maintaining my weight at the moment. I think. Yeah, no, absolutely no. I need to um try and get. So I need to try and go to a um a UK show at the moment. I'm, I was looking at Red Pro tickets for. I think it was October. Yes. Um, I was going to go with um uh, Sam that was on the, did the show with us. Um, and they had a show oh, up cool. in uh sort of South London, so it's not too far from. Um, well, obviously I used to go up to Progress, which was Camden, which was even further than mm. um. Uh, South London. South London's easy for us, sort of us, because you can usually get like a straight train. You don't need to go on sort of the tube. You can from Hayward to from Sussex. You can usually just get a train straight, straight up to like Croydon area and do it all on the overground. Oh, right, cool. We've got um, Odyssey this Saturday. Then the twenty eighth, we're going to Britannia. Brilliant. In, in North Wales, I, I wouldn't even try to pronounce the town. Yeah. Wrestle <laughs> <laughs> Island on the nineteenth of September, and then Fight for Honor in October. So I've got quite a few coming up. Excellent. And the one in Britannia is a free, it's just a, it's a free outdoor event. So I was like, okay, it costs us 13 quid for the family ticket to get, get there on the train. So day out for 13 quid. Brilliant. Yeah. Good. But the one you went to when Lance did that disgusting cheat, um, that looked like a really good day out with the kids. That was a lot of fun. The bouncy castles and everything. And yeah, no, it looked like a, I mean, yeah, like that's what I used to love when I was that when I, when I was very young, sort of thing. Like getting to rest, and I used to love it. But like as I said, that holiday camps and stuff like it, the British holiday or Haven holidays when they used to yeah. do the. Uh, oh, that was brilliant. I've been at All Star, Lady Butlins, I think. Um, I think they're Butlins. Yeah, I, I can't remember. It's what I know they're pretty do all of them, but Johnny Storm, he was the one I remember. Yeah, Johnny Storm. I can't really remember too many of them. It was so we're going back. Since I was very, very young, so yeah. But Johnny, Johnny Storm. I remember Johnny Storm because he did. Um, we literally saw him like a week before our holiday. Yeah. At a company in well Burgess Hill, uh, in Sussex, and then yeah, it was weird. Like a week later, like oh, he he main evented the show in um in Burgess Hill. <laughs> this is the beautiful bruiser and the sin of professional wrestling in one half of the most dominant tag team in wrestling just now, the She-Wolves, Molly Sparson, and you are listening to the Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. And if you don't subscribe to the podcast and continue listening, I will come and find you. And ask Casey Owens, I always find you, even in your dreams. I'm going to haunt your dreams. That's pretty much what I'm saying. So subscribe and listen every week. Or I'll find you. You choose. What do you want? Samojo is returning to the ring at TakeOver 36. So a bit of background right. for this. I haven't seen NXT in a while. So Samojo was released from WWE. But he returned a few weeks later to be William Regal's enforcer. 
Um, two weeks ago in NXT, um, NXT champion Karrion Cross taunted Samoa Joe by turning, uh, taking on William Regal and then jetting off so Joe couldn't get his hands on him. Um, last week, Joe kicked off the show by, ha- by Regal announcing that he's stepping down as his enforcer um, position. The reason he stepped down is not because he's scared of Karrion Cross, it's so he could face him and he needed Regal to sign the contract and make him an active member of the roster again. And yeah, so then, uh, yeah, Joe has now been announced to face Cross at TakeOver 36. <sighs> Regal revealed that he initially wanted to fire Cross, but he thought he agreed with Joe that his idea was better and made it official. <sighs> I'm so happy to have Joe back, and especially Joe on NXT. It's- I can't wait. And he's just, he, yeah, it's it's been really good build, actually, since Joe's come back with the whole, um, I'm, I'm unprovoked, I can't see attack people um but no really good booking with this with um with joe and cross and what a what a match to start is it's not like they're they're throwing him straight i I don't know we've got a few weeks to nxt take over whether they'll have him have a have a few jobber matches i don't know on nxt just to just to uh, i don't know dust off the cobwebs and all that but um Mm. what what a first sort of high profile match so to come back in samoa joe versus uh karen cross should be an absolute I just loved. The thing is with Joe, I love him wrestling big guy, the big guys as well. Mm-hmm. He's had some great matches. I mean, the one that springs my Brock Lesnar, how good that was. He's done some great matches with Roman Reigns. Um, so, you know, really, really excited for this. And um, and as you're absolutely right, just to see him back in the ring, and well, obviously it was great to see him back as a whole. Even on commentary, he was he was outstanding. So mm-hmm. it's um, you no, know, it's just great to have him back. Do you say him winning? Because it looks like they want to put Karrion Cross on the main roster. He's been on Raw the last three weeks, has he? Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I think I think he will. I think he's apps. I think it's a. I, I think it's a good idea to. Um. Uh. I, I think it's a good idea that I think it won't be disastrous for Cross, especially mm-hmm. that if he if he keeps doing all right on Raw, you can. Well, we've we've seen it with wrestlers before in the past, and it didn't exactly mess anything up for them, like with KO. When he came yep. up to the roster, he's the obvious one that springs to mind with bringing the NXT title to the main roster, but then losing it. Was it to Bala or was it to, or Joe? Was it actually Joe himself? Um, I don't know, but it was, um, obviously that was back in, yeah, it was 2015 time. So we're, we're going back six years ago. So off the top of my head, it's quite a fair bit of distance. A lot's changed <laughs> since then to Definitely. try and reel off the, uh, uh, off the, off the top of their heads. But, um, no, um, yeah, I, I think he will win. I think it'll be a. I think it'll be a great. I think there's also some matches he can go on. We've seen him have beef with Adam Cole since he's come back. Don't believe we ever got that first time round. So there's lots of options for Joe to um to go with, and also then for Joe then to pull on and put over another star that's on their way up. So uh, we've seen him having stare downs with Pete Dunne. That could be a really oh, good yeah. person to drop the belt to and really put Pete Dunne over. Uh, so there's. there's he... He beat, he beat Finn Balor for the title, then lost it to Nakamura, then beat Nakamura again, then lost it to Nakamura again. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. There we are. So, yeah, there's, yeah, it will be, um, I think it will be in safe hands if he if he does win. But if he loses, then obviously you've got that element of kind of surprise because you're absolutely right. We've seen Cross on Raw, so you'd like to presume that Cross is going to be on the main roster full time very, mm-hmm. very shortly. But obviously, if they don't do that, that adds the element of surprise. Of, uh, of the match and it potentially sets up a potential rematch between the two so um but yeah i think um the whole build to this as i say has just been 
outstanding. Yeah, I've heard that the the main uh, main roster writers are really hot on Scarlet, so they could be a, even if they they indirectly push Karrion Cross through Scarlet. They seem to be very. And Triple H loves Karrion Cross, so I could see him getting a big push. Even if even though he's lost two of the three matches he's had so far, I can see him getting a big push post SummerSlam. Yeah, I, I completely agree, and especially depends on what they do with well uh, with the WWE. I think it would. I reckon he, he definitely will go straight into uh, the WWE title picture. But it depends what they do with obviously with with Lashley. Mm. Um, but I really wouldn't be surprised to see him go um, immediately into that um, into that uh, WWE title picture. Um, with whomever's the champion, or even if it's yeah, even if it is involving sort of him and potentially Keith Lee and Ashley sort of thing, but uh, oh, that'd be a good three-way feud. Oh, outstanding, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's three three horses battling each other. Be, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, uh, in other NXT news, um, Adam Cole could be leaving. So um, PW Insider reported that. Um, Cole's contract expiring took a lot of WWE executives by surprise because they believed he was locked in till at least January 22 with other other rumors going around that they thought it was 2024 and it turned out it was reported on Sunday that Cole's WWE contract expired late, expires later this month oh it actually expired on the 6th of July but he extended it by a month so he could have a match with uh, Kyle O'Reilly a great American bash so wow well, my my theory with him and O'Reilly is, I think they're gonna have the next takeover. They're gonna have a a, a like a a loser leaves NXT. My initial thinking was that'll push Cole to the main roster, but yes. it could actually go well the other way, and Cole could actually leave leave altogether. I know it's it's quite easy with this whole you go well his missus is obviously in AEW. AEW he he could be booked. The potential of him in AEW is just uh, obviously an, all, an instant exciting uh, theory of the amount of talent he could work with over there. Um, the history of some of the wrestlers as well on that roster. I mean, it all just screams amazing, amazing, amazing. Get him over there. But it, it depends. I mean, in WWE, they should really be trying to, well, obviously put him on, in my opinion. This could be a bit of bias speaking, but they should be trying to put give him, well, one of the highest paid wrestlers, I think, in, in oh, the company. Definitely. Yeah, well, I'm sure Triple H will, will have a say or put certainly go, well put his words a bit like what they did with Joe to get him back. But yeah, I am um, I, I certainly think we'll see these the, the, the O'Reilly and Cole feuds come to a conclusion at the next takeover, which will be well before the month ends, obviously. Um, but then, yeah, I guess it's kind of watched his space for now. But it's, it's again really well frightening times for WWE in terms of another major star leaving the company and. Well, AEW again, <laughs> some of the names they're already linked with. <laughs> again, this could be a, another mon- monumental uh, capture for them. On just Peter there, and Adam Cole must be the biggest merch sellers in NXT, or yeah. at least up there. Everybody had the Undisputed Era t shirt. Oh, 100%. When I was, as I say, when I was New Orleans, I think I was there actually for that weekend at WrestleMania. <laughs> um, every, every single, as I say, the free, the free, um, the the shirts that were the, well the the, the the shirts you saw everywhere were were undisputed era or bullet club shirts um, mm-hmm. everywhere you went or general WrestleMania merch sort of thing but um, yeah it, it, everywhere undisputed era and even when you see obviously well, it doesn't take a genius to even go to a show obviously when you when you see even just watching 
a Raw Smack NXT, you can just naturally see the shirts in the audience, and there are always loads of them. So Yeah. Well, fingers crossed he won't leave. But then I'd love to see him in AEW. Because I, I don't watch both shows, I don't really mind where he is. But it will be a big, huge loss to the, up at the main events of NXT. Because with Finn Balor now moving to SmackDown as well, and looks like Karrion Cross going to Raw. They have ripped like the... And if he leaves, that's like ripped a huge hole in the main events. So. Yeah, I, I, the thing is, it's the same one. Obviously, again, you just know the does the WWE don't need to be upset because AEW will be superb. But I just really want to see wrestlers that I love do well in WWE, which doesn't seem to happen too often. So I'd rather mm-hmm. he stays in WWE and make, make a genuine major star mm-hmm. um, in Adam Cole, which he is. So I'd, I'd much rather see that first. But... Again, I think in a few weeks' time, it will be very interesting to see how well, how this unfolds. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Big Jim Diehard, and you, you are listening to the Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. Ooh. So WWE announced on Saturday that Bray Wyatt had been released from the company. Um, WWE officials cite budget cuts as the reason for Wyatt's departure, but as we said with Cole... Why it must be one of, if not the biggest merch seller, at least on Raw. The amount of because you did, you could have Bray Wyatt merch and Fiend merch and masks were flying out. Everybody, everybody has their masks and everybody has their t-shirts. But then um, other sources are saying that he's become uh, hard to work with because he's become really protective over the Fiend character. But I said, well, that doesn't sound like Bray because. He seems mm. to be quite happy to take a loss, but, but I, I, with with Braun Strowman now Bray and Alistair Blackleaf and all my favourites are gone. <laughs> I'm not left with many people left. Yeah, I know it's. I'm devastated. I mean, with Bray, I've loved well ever since. Well, the, I mean, for, for me at the time, ever since he debuted on that Raw when he attacked Kane with the Wyatt family. Mm. Oh, it's just devastating. I mean, and clearly, well. The views shared after seeing Raw this week with the chance of we want Wyatt. Clearly, that's um, a mutual um, agreement, and not just me that thinks that. So, yes, um, I think again the character, despite some horrendous booking from WWE over the years, the character always kept me interested. Um, again, with the whole re- well, the whole repackage of Bray uh, from 2019 as the Fiend, some really exciting times. Um, and yeah, I just I'm just so yeah gutted that what well, it's come to this, and I just think it's a a major loss. But also, I think that I don't think the character would work very well in other promotions. I think it's so suited no. for WWE, which makes it even worse. Yeah, I can't I can't, uh, I can't see if anybody else have the production budget or the equipment to make do it right. So, cause it must it must take a lot of time. So, just, just to do the if it, and if he did something to the fire, some similar to the Firefly Hut, um, that must the Firefly Funhouse. That must take the best part of a day to record and and then put editing time on top of that. And so it must be an expensive gimmick to have. Yeah, for sure. And uh, that did we ever see him? I think we saw him win one major side. So what was it in? 2017 with the whole well feud with Orton well the long feud with Orton um, yeah he won, he won the WWE Championship uh, Elimination Chamber didn't he yeah and then he won the Universal Championship as the Fiend and lost it oh of course yeah. 
Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's a, that's an absolute joke that mm. he lost it to Goldberg. Um, obviously, yeah, beating, winning it was fine, but yeah, losing it to Goldberg, absolute joke. Oh, yeah. uh, absolutely, absolutely loved. If you go back and see like our like podcast thumbnails for about five weeks, it's all fiends. Um, I think one of our reviews, it is literally we talk about the fiend and review ish whatever pay-per-view it was, because we just talked about the feed for 40 minutes. And ish, I think it was the SummerSlam one. Was it SummerSlam? When he, when he beat Balor yeah. very, beat Balor very the quickly. Per- perfect, the perfect debut. Oh, loved it. Yeah, probably the best five-minute match in a while. <laughs> so it's pretty, yeah, but yeah, for like weeks and weeks and weeks, our thumbnails are just the feed, because we saw we talked about how excited we were for this character. He's come up with the cult leader and the fiends, which are two great gimmicks. I, I, there must be a third gimmick in there somewhere in his head, which would be great. Because he's changed his, uh, his Twitter pro- bio just says, Cult of Wyndham coming soon. So. I, I, I think, yeah, having him as a cult, sort of, just anyone as like a yeah, a believer, a cult, I think would, I think it could, it could, it was certainly easily could work and uh, well, I think there's certainly more more options you can go, Bray, which makes it even more upsetting because I, I think there was just so much unfinished business. Uh, with, mm. the, with, with, with with the characters, so which makes it just a whole lot worse. And yeah, just as I say, just so gutted that it's ended so abruptly as well. Yeah, um, in an update, there is said to be a lot of frustration with the networks WWE works with. Um, they, they didn't mention whether it was USA or Fox, but come to Andrew Zion on the Matt Men podcast, he said one source told him that Bray's release is deeply disappointing and a really scary that top stars are being let go. It comes after reports that last week WWE's TV partners were really unhappy with the rumours of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan going to AEW rather than being signed back to WWE. Well, I mean, absolutely. You would be fuming um, losing these stars like when one saw Strowman last month. You'd be, you would be very, and it's going to be very interesting to see what if, if companies will, well, if they will actually... Um, well, renew contracts when they're... I don't know when, when these deals... But the, 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 with the site and budget cuts, Fox said we gave you billions? Yeah, I was going to... Yeah, you can't be... If you're Fox and you're hearing these budget cuts, especially with those reports they made record profits last year during the the during the, the pandemic era, uh, without obviously the lack of travelling, being able to use the... being able to use the, um, the performance centre, which is their mm-hmm. own. I mean... It was record. Well, it was no secret. They it was record profits they're making. So this budget cut is absolute rubbish. There's no, there's no like, there's there's no ifs, no buts about that. It is rubbish. Um, it's and kind that, of dead. house house show tickets. So it's the best they've been for twenty years, probably because they've had a year off. But it's, well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you'd uh, but uh, and you'd think people. Yeah, obviously, with everyone dying to come back to to see um see the shows. Then yeah, they would be obviously very well attended. Um, but oh, well, then also, but with this risk as well of letting this talent go, will will people be that? Um, I think when they start rolling around again in these places, like the want the places they've already been to, like for instance, next time they go back into Chicago, mm. admittedly that's not a good example because it's a very well, it's a very obviously a massive wrestling place. But I don't know, like when they go back into say for for like Texas again, will people really be wanting to go and see? WWE that's losing stars left, right, and center, mm-hmm. putting on not very good TV. Probably not. It's not really going to say they're not certainly. I can't see how they're going to shift 
well, certainly near 15,000 tickets, like which is usually the average what they do for a televised show. So I think it's really, I'd say, worrying times ahead for WWE. Mm. Very interesting. I think it clearly seems like they are. It's good. It does look like it all everything points to it looks like they're selling up. Uh, it, 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 yeah, I've heard it, this. Yeah, that's what it all points to. Yeah, because if you're selling your company, you're trying to get rid of all the big assets, don't you? So. And who knows? Maybe they maybe they will after I don't know in a few months' time they will start bringing these stars. I don't know back. So I know we've already seen Joe come back following a release. Um, Zelina Vega recently returned, obviously on SmackDown. So potentially there might be scope. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe if, again, if, if it's, I don't, I don't know who's making these decisions, but then if other people in the company, like, I don't know, the obvious one springs to mind is Triple H. If he starts, then well, I'm wanting to actually get these, some of these stars back. I don't, I don't know, but yeah. yeah you, could, you could bring them back on smaller base contracts, but then give them like more merchandising or more or something else. So the base deal, so instead of, like Braun Strowman was on a million dollars a year or whatever he was on. If you give him $600,000 a year, well, he gets more percentage of his merch. So Yeah. You can keep his way out. Or you give him $600 a year, $600,000 a year, but he doesn't have to do house shows. No, absolutely. I think you're absolutely right there. I mean, if they can do some deals like that, that's, yeah, that obviously are more beneficial to, to them than what well, they could be having the last laugh sort of thing. So. So I'm, I'm sure Bray Wyatt, they must be making a profit on him. I mean, the, amount of, the amount of merch the guy must sell, I don't know what his base pay was, but he must well, make millions of them on merch. Definitely. I mean, even when it's fancy dress season, Halloween, or even just general light. I mean, when I, I've been to WrestleMania at the walkabout, my local walkabout in Brighton once, and um, the amount of people <laughs> who are dressed up as Bray Wyatt's then, like, is... Uh, great to see, um, but yeah, also yeah, I mean, I mean to see one as well. <laughs> I suppose though, with that, you, you could easily go and get half the stuff from a uh, like a charity shop if it's like a straw. All you need is just like a straw hat and uh, and uh, yeah, like a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> some white white chinos or, or jeans and mm. and some boots, and then yeah, you're um, yeah, you're all good to go. A little tip to how to do do Bray Wyatt fancy dress costume. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you always see them all dressed up, but obviously there would still be a little bit of probably dark merch sold there as well. So yeah, I mean, you'd think it's almost like a brand in itself, kind of the Bray Wyatt character and the Fiend, well, mm. and the whole the previous Bray Wyatt as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited to see what he does if he if he's on the Indies or he does go to New Japan just to see what character he he comes out with. He must be a super creative person, so I do believe that there's going to be this third great character comes out of him yeah i think the only one i can potentially see uh, impact if they can afford him uh, i just think that would be the the closest thing to i reckon the, the company that could get the most out of him i just i just think aew seems like uh, uh just i just think that seems like a no-no I don't well think they brought be- him matt hardy and as the broken character but then tony khan didn't like it he brought he he seemed to like it on the indies, but he didn't like it in his show. So that's why he reversed him back to Matt Hardy. Now he's the family, Matt Hardy family. Big money, Matt. Big money, Matt. I can think the word. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know if he likes the, cra- the crazy, super natural ca- characters on his show. 
She's not like a bad one. They don't use her very often on the main show. They, they like her. They seem to like her, but they like her on Dark. They don't like her on the main show. She's that's only had, like, it, that, that, that one feud of Sheena. That's exactly. And then you've also got... Um, then you've obviously got... Um, well, Impact, where they've actually got a few sort of... Well, I suppose they use them as the scary characters, like you've got... What um or decay? Decay, I love decay. So uh, there's there's scope there. Uh, decay. I think Sue Young is now going to get her kind of spooky gimmick back as well. Uh, violent by design. Um, yeah. So I think I think impact would be quite, especially if some of the people he could potentially work with. Uh, I think would work well for him on impact. But as I say, whether they can afford him is a, a complete different game altogether. Yeah, I'm sure he's not. He's, he's got a few cash, uh, some cash. So if, if it's if he wants to do it for creative reasons rather than money reasons, I think Impact could be good because the way the way I like, I like how they did the Willow character back in the day and the Broken My Heart character back in the day. So if they just have some budget and give it to Bray and let him do what he wants to do with it. I think could, he could do something amazing. Yeah, I don't think it'd be an automatic go to AEW and. Fiend 2 is going to work. But I can, I can see. I don't know. Everyone seems to want him to be in, in charge of the Dark Order, but I'm like, oh, I kind of like the Dark Order as they are. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think the Dark Order needs. Um, I know I get there with the Brody Lee touch, but I think um, I quite like just even um, uh, Evil Uno just as like kind of the leader. Um, I think he's like great. I'm really loving the Dark Order at the moment as well. Yeah, um, and I think Evil, Evil Uno's like sort of. I think mean, especially after that sort of passionate promo he did before he wrestled Miro, uh, mm. once sort of saying that how much Brody Lee means to him, etc. So uh, I think it's fine how it is. I don't think, yeah, I, I I just think, yeah, I think Adam Bray could, yeah, make it go a bit. I don't know, in a in kind of in a wrong direction. Yeah, I mean, I would be all for it and see. I'd be intrigued to see where it goes, but I just think, yeah, don't don't change something that's not broken, I think would be a perfect example in this case. Yeah, if, he, if they, they could bring him in, if they wanted to bring him in, I'd bring him in in a similar vein as the cult leader, and he just kind of assembles a ragtag of underappreciated talents who maybe yeah. are, are mainly on dark, but they are they are ready to make the step up to dynamite. But, but they just, yeah, but they, the whole thing is they're underappreciated, not being used properly, and it's the elite's fault do a whole thing around that or it's Cody's fault that seems to be you join and you have a feud of Cody yeah <laughs> so, Cody could so. no, Cody would make more sense actually in mm. this scenario I think cause I think it would be if they're gonna, I think that's the, the way you're saying that we underappreciate you're making it sound like it's going to be a, a hill a group of mm. hills so I, I think that would make more sense yeah than coming in as um as hills and probably yeah feuding with Cody and the Nightmare family I think that would be yeah uh, if they are to do that that would be a, a reasonably good start yeah, definitely. Uh, also, Ric Flair requested his release, and it was granted. Um, you think there may be some effect on Charlotte's status in the company? Well, I mean, I mean, not, it's probably not so much this. I mean, this is just more food for thought. But I think <laughs> Andrade going to AEW now, Rick seemingly leaving WWE potentially. You, you, you never know. It could see Charlotte uh, um, go as well. Again, add that more. Spe- speculation about uh, her wanting to potentially go say with, with Andrade no longer there for Rick no longer there she might want to potentially go I know WWE has probably got well, it has got the best women sort of talent but AEW is mm-hmm. getting stronger in that respect so 
it's again it's food for it certainly could could happen i wouldn't could, be surprised it could happen now that well because both companies have been kind of based in florida during lockdown i guess it hasn't really bothered them but now they're yeah. out touring both companies they're going to be apart so much right turn one of their heads to either go back to Andrade try to go back to WWE or Charlotte go somewhere else well given as well that usually this was pre-COVID when they were on their travels they it was always the case of like it would seem to be the case of there would be nowhere near each other as well so if WWE hypothetically were doing shows in sort of the north side of America like Boston New York etc and that sort of part of the country mm-hmm. then you you seem to have AEW then doing their shows down like in Florida or New Orleans etc so on the, yes. on the, sort of the south so um yeah well, but I know that it's kind of changed now they do seem like they are a little bit near each other like for instance well we've had WWE in Chicago over, over the last few days then we know that next this time next month aw are in chicago so mm-hmm. um whether they're maybe that sign that they're both but that well one of the companies has been sort of well trying to be considerate to some of its talent uh, <laughs> in kind of which one was probably be more considerate but uh um uh, again that could happen but yeah I, again i was obviously adds fuel i mean could if, if aw were to like get shot i mean what a heck of a sign that would be for their women's division Ooh, which yeah gets criticised some sort of, well, a lot of the time have not been utilised very well. I know it's, it's improved leaps and bounds since over, over the last year, especially obviously looking at the, the Britt Baker, well, certainly from the Britt Baker and uh, Thunder Rosa match, that was the, you could argue, the major turning point of the women's division in AEW. Uh, so, yeah, certainly options and certainly food for four. But, um, but yeah, Rick, I know it's certainly obviously when you look at it, you know, you can't go, oh, well, I was buzzing to see him wrestle so and so because that's not <laughs> happening. But, but everyone loves Rick Flair, obviously. Uh, when you go to even any show, it's always, you always get the woos. So yes. yeah, it's, it's disappointing to see, um, to, to no longer see Flair around. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I suspect that, um, we'll see him on. Various promoters. I don't know if we'll be under contract with anyone, but I'm sure we'll see his name certainly around still. And for sure, we will still be doing meet. It will still be, you'll still see a meme pretty much daily on Twitter as well. So, definitely. <laughs> well, uh, Randy Orton found himself trading on Monday on Twitter. Um, nothing because what he did on WWE, but mainly because um, everyone he seems to have an interaction with is now left. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. yeah, so um, it started with Matt Hardy uh, and then Christian, the big show, Mark Henry, Ray Wyatt and Ric Flair of all been released. So everyone who's been attacked by Orton in the last year have all gone. <laughs> so that he found himself you know, trading on Monday, which was quite, was quite funny. <laughs> so so yeah, uh-huh. and with yeah, Hardy Cage, Show and Henry have all wound up at AEW, so it'd be interesting why it's all Fleur and up as well. It is, yeah, it is a worry. So I think if you're, well, I guess Riddle, would you be concerned at the moment? Or, uh, yeah, <laughs> Riddle would probably be like trying to yeah, make sure everyone's uh, coffees are all filled up and etc. in the offices. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, it is, it does, uh, I did see that last time, but when Henry, uh, I think it was the Mark Henry one I saw on Instagram, yeah. the, um, the photo of, yeah, the Randy Orton, uh, the Randy Orton effect. So, yeah, another one bites the dust. I think about it. Shawn Michaels was in that match where he got, was he, he's one of the legends he joined. He was one of the legends well. he got, he got booted because I remember he didn't sell it very well from mm. memory. 
Yeah. Um, I was on top of the ambulance, wasn't it? It was the ambulance match where all the legends came in to help Drew. I remember. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Big Show was driving it, I think. They fled. fled. Oh, no, Flair was driving it, yeah, I beg your pardon. Yeah, but Christian was some, was at the buffet table, behind the buffet table. Oh, I, can't, I can't remember. I've only, I've only watched yeah. the match once or twice. I try not to think about the Thunderdome era, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is the one and only chocolate under Willie Mac, and you're listening to Broke, but glorious. Yeah. Okay, and um, finally, so it looks like Omega vs. Page will not be happening at all out due to Page and the Dark Order losing to the Elite on last week's Dynamites. Um, it seems to be in real life Page's baby is due the week of all out, so that's why he can't uh. do the show, so. So we thought we'd discuss who should be the number one contender. Um, obvious answers, maybe Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, but then would you want to lose their first match in AEW or win the title in the first match in AEW? I wouldn't... I can't see, I can't see either situation being great. Um, yeah, I, I don't think AEW would do it, only because they're just so... I think they've just got... They've kind of got the the morals and they respect the talent. And they've got such a thing with these the, with the um, win records, so, and the point yes. system. So, that that won't happen. They That just wouldn't be an AEW thing to do. And they'll... Yeah, it, they'll just go against everything. And, yeah, that, 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 that just wouldn't happen, in my opinion. Okay. In the AEW men's rankings, outside of page, the next four are uh, Jungle Boy, Christian, BL, and, and Orange Cassidy. Um, well, there's... I mean, there's options for a lot of them there what i will say quickly though back on that match um mm-hmm. the entrances by the way brilliant this week on aw oh yes uh i just love the tribute to uh, the space jam with the uh with oh, the elite. Yeah. absolutely fantastic i had to the, say that the elite, team. <laughs> the elite squad wasn't it the elite that's squad. it yeah yes. the elite squad absolutely <laughs> okay. superb brilliant it was a really fun match proper marked out with the music as well that that song is just brilliant and yeah one of my favorite childhood films space jam so i just well still love it now um yeah. so just have to say that <laughs> um uh, i succeed there is for all of them to go against omega all of them to go against, yeah no not the, not the worst. <laughs> sure don Callis will still uh find a way to uh yeah Don Callis wouldn't be happy about that, but uh, well, you think of all out as like the WrestleMania. Would Jungle Boy, Christian, Darby Allen, or Orange Cassidy be a big enough name to be like a WrestleMania main event yet? That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough, especially when they do four pay per views a year as well. You've always got to make them as stacked card as possible. Uh, in terms of biggest names, like the obvious one is Christian Cage as the, being the biggest name. Would that? Would I really, really, really want to see that as the main event? I don't think so. Um, there's no disrespect to to Christian. Um, there's, yeah, I think everyone's got their heart set. I had the heart set rather on, on page. Yeah. Um, it's a, well, it's sort of a tough one. But I mean, I've, I've got no complaints. Obviously, I like the shock factor, but it is, um, it is going to be interesting. I think a lot of them have got their. The, I think it's a lot. Of, a lot of them does. You can easily write a story on there. Orange Cassidy's obviously got history from uh, from the last uh, pay per view where he was unlucky not to win, so that kind of writes itself. Jungle Boy, we saw them obviously rest on Saturday Night Dynamite a few weeks ago, so probably not going to see that again. Albeit it was an amazing match, and we obviously had a very very close fall. Um, Darby Allen, we've not seen that, I don't think, and that could that could be the one, especially now that he's no longer uh, obviously no longer the TNT champion. 
Now, that one would probably excite me the most. Darby Allen versus Kenny Omega. Obviously, you could have Sting at ringside as well. Um, I think that would be the best route to potentially go down out of the wrestlers that you've mentioned there. If they wanted to open the Forbidden Door, and as it's the biggest show of the year, could they tempt New Japan to send over somebody like Kenzo Ibushi? The huge, like him and Omega used to be a tag team, the Golden Lovers, or like his biggest rival ever, Okada. If they wanted to open the Forbidden Door. Um, Right. Was Okada... (laughs) Was Akada the one that they wrestled at the Wrestle Kingdom 26, 17? Akada's the seven-star match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then send him over. Yeah, get that book, <laughs> get that book now. Uh, I, I never saw it, that match. Um, I was literally was begged and begged to watch it. I mean, I remember, um, yeah, it, it was... Uh, the internet kind of exploded with that match. So I still need to get around to watching that. So, um, uh, I just heard amazing things. So I would to see that would be incredible. Uh, but Abushi, that would also be amazing. As the, as you say, as the gold. It's, it's, it's an inbuilt story in there as well. I think both would be, I think both could, would be amazing. Yeah, um, I was thinking, could they redo a, a Sammy Callahan or, cause they kind of build a moose-ish on impact, but then it's, is that big enough? For... I was thinking, yeah, I don't think that would be, um, especially, and yeah, especially, yeah, that, this is not an AEW star. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think that would, that would work. Unless they do something really crazy where they go like, right, we're doing a AEW, you put, it's going to be a triple threat match where you put your AEW title on the line versus, and it'll be an AEW guy. You have the impact title on the line with an impact guy in the match. And um, the uh, Triple A champion with and have Andrade in the have, an, have Andrade in the match, yeah. So could, could they go crazy? And, I know Bray is only won't be able to do it, but maybe Braun Strowman you bring some <laughs> WWE eyes to all else. I mean, that I would rather just do Punk or Brian for that. And if they're going to do, <laughs> if they're going to do anyone out of, if they're going to do just a random surprise, I'd rather it be. Um, yeah, I would rather it be. Um, uh, Punk or Brian. I'm just trying to think of other wrestlers down. I know, I know. Again, it's hard if they're not on the points kind of system. Um, I think yeah, Cassidy would be great, but we again we've kind of seen it. Um, I mean, it's a big enough name given he's one of the most over superstars in the in the company. Um, so brain, my brain's saying Sting, but then it. Oh, it's... I'd rather see Darby in it, I think, and have Sting yeah, I'd, involved I'd with the that. match. Yeah. yeah. Because that way you can still kind of sell it even to like fans who are potentially picking up the or thinking of what get watching their first AW show. You could still sort of sell them on the fact that Sting will be there, will be in the corner. It's it's a young Sting you could almost sell to the um to, to the people who don't watch AW, who don't know anything about kind of the indies. So that's that could be a way to to tempt them in. Um, obviously, again, I know if we're thinking about getting new audience in, Christian would be the obvious big name. Um, and then yeah, I don't, do you go? You could even look in again further down, sort of other sort of superstars who who are faces. You've got the likes of sort of Sammy Guevara. Um, I know they're kind. He's kind of really a bit busy with the old inner circle and and um, Pinnacle feud. Um, again, you've got Eddie Kingston that could potentially work. Given there's obviously a lot of history there. And Kingston, I don't, I don't know. Kingston never got a major t- a title match with Omega. Not of him. 
There you go. You had the one with Moxley, didn't you? Yeah, the one with Moxley, but now he's a face Kingston. That could potentially work. You could even do um, you could do one of potentially one of the Lucha the Lucha yeah, brothers. Yeah, I was thinking there, Pentagon or Ray or both. I think Ray's had a match before, so Pen Penta could be. Uh, and this brush Penta obviously has recently wrestled against the Unbucks with Kingston. Um, so many options. I was going to say there, there there is loads of. I mean, we could be all night sort of um, debating the the options. Um, yeah, oh, oh, it's a tough one. Um, I think I'd I just, not... yeah, I'd, I'd like Cody would fit in it so, so well, but I know we've got the stipulation where you can't challenge for the championship or can't challenge for the championship. And I think he'll probably still have another thing with with um, Tommy End at um, oh, yeah. Uh, I know they're wrestling this week on Dynamite. Uh, yeah, on Dynamite Homecoming, but I think they'll probably have a, a rematch at All Out. The thing is, if it's any of the, f- the f- other four in the top five at the moment, I can't see any of them winning. I can't see Jungle no. Boy, Christian, Darby Allen, or Orange Cassidy winning the championship. But the pop, if, particularly if Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, or Orange Cassidy won the title at all out. <laughs> they could it lose it the next, in, a, the next in day Chicago as well. Yeah. Oh, it, it will be a. Um, whatever happens, I'm sure it'll be an amazing match because. We're talking about Kenny Omega, or Kenny by God Omega, I should say. Um, it, it'll be an amazing match, and I, I, I quite like this though. The fact that it, it has changed. I know it, Paige would have been the, the the perfect kind of storytelling. The fact that his whole downfall started it all out, and now he's reached the top at all out. That would that sort of sold itself. I've loved the build with the Dark Order as well, with with, with the Elite. I think that would have been great. But again, I quite like the kind of the, the curveball that's now been thrown. That the fact we don't know what it's going to be. Who it could be? Literally, we've mentioned so many guys. It could be any of them, and they've all got a, a reasonable shout. So um, this is where I do. This is where I know obvious booking is is good, but also it's great to also not have that obvious booking and have and have the surprise and have the oh, I wonder what what is actually going to happen. Uh, the only other name I think of is Moxley. I, know oh, I think, yeah, I, I just think we've seen that so many times. And uh, that's the only other ob- obvious name I can think of. But Lance Archer, maybe now that he's obviously won the uh, won the mm. won the title from Moxley, and uh, obviously it will be a very good match. Potentially now is the time to strike while the iron's hot with him. Um, well, that could be fun as he's a face, and you could even even uh, put put it put it straight into a stipulation match as well. Um, and Brandon Cutler will get DDT'd by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved it when, when he was out the other day and Jericho was on commentary oh, what's this idiot what's this stupid idiot doing with the spray <laughs> um, yeah um, there, there, uh, yeah there is there is lots of options um, Moxley yeah, I just think that would be okay, again what we've had that would be what another maybe we had the, what they, they wrestled at Revolu- Revolution in the main events mm-hmm. I just yeah I, I, I don't think it would be Moxley not that I'll be totally against it, I just think no. I don't really want to see a number. Albeit how great they were together in the ring, I just think that would scream a bit too WWE samey kind of booking. I don't know, because they've only got five weeks, so bringing somebody in fresh and then trying to build them up to Omega's level. If it isn't somebody like Okada or Ibushi who've had, kind of got a built-in story already. So it would have to be somebody already in the company, I think. Well, they've got the... Um, uh, I think they've got the... Is, 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 Isaac, is, Isaac said Adam Cole 
<laughs> I would love that. That would be a perfect way. Uh, that would be amazing. I think so he... Wrestle Talk today, they said, oh, we, they, they want um, Randy Austin to have a feud of AJ Styles next. The only other one I can potentially think of is. Um, it is I, I, I think because I think isn't it Miro I don't know that could Daniel Bryan or CM Punk work I, I just think that's a bit against their whole point yeah well you could do it as if it literally is an open challenger mm. at all out but then that you run the risk of if, if it's not CM Punk or Bryan then or Adam Cole people are going to lose their shit uh, their shit in a, <laughs> in a bad way and that would probably be the first anti crowd that would get with so yes. you, have to be, you have to be careful as well by doing those sort of um, surprise things because unless you get the one that the crowd want, then it's going to be a bit of a disaster. Yeah, definitely. So we didn't decide who the number one contender should be. <laughs> uh, I, I, okay, I'll give you a name. I, I will go Darby Allen. Darby Allen versus Omega with Sting and, well, I guess Don Callis at, at ringside. I want it to be Kozu Ibushi. I think there's a great built-in story there already. I know he's got a, he's ex- They've said he's exclusive to uh, New Japan, but I think they've kind of opened the forbidden door with this aid, the IWPG US title being defended on Dynamite. So as a one-off thing, I think it could be fun. So he could he could have a match on Dynamite just to introduce him to the crowd who I've never seen him before. And then yeah, I think, uh, that's a match I'd like to see. But if it's out of the four in the current rankings. I think a one-on-one match between Orange Cassidy and Kenny Omega could be fun. And I think that's the biggest draw match they could probably do out of them four. Yeah. No, agreed. But then everyone loves the Jungle Boy for a song at the moment. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'm, going with, I'm going with Isaac's idea and just put them in Fatal Five. Fatal <laughs> all Five. Of all of them, he said. All of them. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Mr. Callis will be furious. Yeah. <laughs> All of them in a gauntlet match. Yeah. Oof. I don't know how that works with the championship. Oh, it does work with the championship on the- <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so before we go, remember it's Odyssey Pro Wrestling set sail at the Carlton in Morecambe this Saturday. Uh, great card announced. Um, former Morecambe champion Ryan Hunter and a mystery partner against Big Dungeon Joe and his mystery partner is the main event. And we've got Lucas Neo versus Mark Meltzer. Scotty Rourke versus R.P. Davis. Ooh. Alexis Falcon versus Jay Adams versus Lizzie Evo versus Tonga. I've told them we should just make that the women's title match straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Friends are so synergy against the Freak Show. Two yeah. bits has an open challenge. And some say it should be the main event. BBG's very own Playboy Prince, your girlfriend's favourite wrestler, Lance Rivera, is against the Cumbrian outlaw, Rick Marcus. It's the opening match, but some say it should be the main event, mainly Lance. So. <laughs> VIP tickets are sold out, but there are still general tickets. Links will be in the description if you want to buy a ticket. You might see me. I'm working backstage at the show. And yeah, if you enjoy the show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. Go check out our website, bbgwrestling.com. Good night. Good night.